Hello, hello, welcome again for yet another episode of Dil To Podcast Hey! Your one-stop Bollywood movie review podcast that is different from anything you have experienced before. That's right. In this podcast, we challenge the perspective of the masses and will bring you a new insight into these cult classic films. We hope you enjoy! Today, we will be speaking to you about one of the most amazing movies, according to me, which is a huge blockbuster called... So this movie came out in the year of 2001, directed by Karan Jor, with a huge star cast starring Amitabh Bachchan, Jaya Bachchan, Shah Rukh Khan, Kajol, Hrithik Roshan, and Kareena Kapoor. So before we actually start with the critiquing part, let us give you guys a bit of a logline of what the movie is actually about. Shweta? Okay, hold on. Let me pull up Wikipedia so I get the exact story for you guys. Shah Rukh Khan is the adoptive son of business magnate Yash Raichand, Amitabh Bachchan. He feels eternal gratitude towards his father for rescuing him from a life of poverty. Yes, he is adopted. Yet, when Yash forbids his love... For poor Anjali, who's played by Kajol, Rahul marries her anyway and moves to London with his new wife and sister-in-law, Pooja, played by Karina Kapoor. Breaking the heart of his mother, Jaya Bachchan. Ten years later, Rahul's younger brother, Hrithik Roshan, oh. comes to London intent on bringing peace between father and son. So it's a story about reuniting. It's a story about family. It's a story about love. And it's a story about... All of the above, I guess. Culture, everything. Tradition. Absolutely. And I believe one of the biggest reasons why this film was a blockbuster and why audiences connected is because of the balance of family, emotion, separation, and... I loved how there are comedy, comical elements too in the film. I love how Karan Johar has that tagline, it's all about loving your parents. I think we should start right there. The tagline, it's all about loving your parents. Okay, there is a lot that is lying beneath that line. First of all, if it was all about loving your parents, would Shah Rukh Khan, aka Rahul, really leave his parents who adopted him and marry a girl that he met 10 minutes ago? Really? Come on, those guys raised you. They worked hard for you. They gave you everything. You are like one of the richest guys in India. Okay? They adopted you from God knows where. You owe them your life. Or thus Pele, you met a girl. Kajol, Tika, she's exciting. She's new. She's weird. You know, you like all that, like the strangeness that she brings. But do you really abandon your parents for all of that? Do you really love them? I don't think so. You know, and then and then also like, you know, OK, fine. OK, so Shah Rukh Khan maybe does not love his parents. OK, so maybe the tagline does not apply to Shah Rukh Khan. Let's go to Hrithik. The scenes in which Hrithik Roshan is alone with Amitabh Bachchan and Jaya Bachchan, who are his parents, it is the most cringiest thing in the world. They're not looking at each other. They're very like professional. And, and <laughs> it's like there's like this wall between everyone. And I understand maybe the film has been constructed that way. Yeah. But I didn't feel the love. I didn't feel it's all about loving your parents. I, you know, I, I I don't know. I felt I felt that Ritik Roshan realized that his brother is not around. His brother is the glue that holds the family together. This household is awkward as hell without Shah Rukh. We got to bring him back. 
It's not all about loving your parents. It's about bringing your brother back because your parents and you don't have a bond. You guys don't talk. Clearly, you don't talk because you were gone to boarding school for 10 years and nobody bothered to tell you what was going on at home. There's no bond. There's no communication. So do you, does he really love his parents? Do his parents really love him? Did you really feel like Jaya Bachchan and Amitabh Bachchan loved Hrithik? Come on. Yeah, like, I like the whole Laddu thing. I love Laddu. No, but, like, okay, I guess that's okay. Yeah, okay. They called him Laddu. I guess that's one time they were nice or strong. So, let's say, so, Rithik Roshan also, we've kind of established his his bond with his parents isn't that strong. They don't... Well, only, but don't you think that's the the reason why is They have to go get Shah Rukh Khan. No, also okay. because the reason why there was no love because... All the love went to Shah Rukh Khan. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. Listen to me. <laughs> okay. So, no, because... When Shahrukh leaves, because mm-hmm. before that, Rohan and Rahul were both living in the, in the same house. The moment Shahrukh Khan leaves, yeah. it has hurt Yash, basically Amitabh Bachchan's character so much that he doesn't even want to see Rohan as well. Yo, so he's a, he's also <laughs> he puts him in boarding school. He puts him in boarding school because my sons are useless. So the other son is forsaken because the adoptive one doesn't love you? And went off with the lady. He's hurt, man. He's hurt. Truthfully, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna try to like play devil's advocate for the sake of Yash uh, Vardhan Rajan. Oh, you know, you know, like think about it. You raised this kid. You adopted a child. You raised him as your own. You gave him everything. All you wanted was for him to, you know, just listen to you. But what does he do? He falls in love with the girl, and he leaves you. He leaves you. He leaves yeah. you. So how is he supposed to As feel? As a parent, he, parents should be understanding, man. Why yeah, okay, see, see, that's another point. I also agree he was wrong in whatever he did. But as a parent, you know, being left for a girl that the guy met, say, like a month ago or two months, it's hurtful. And it proves that Shah Rukh Khan, in fact, does not love his parents, thereby refuting the line that Karan Johar has presented to the universe, saying it's all about loving your parents. No, it's not. He literally left them for a girl, okay? Hrithik Roshan has no bond with them. They can't even stay in the same room without there being awkward silences and weird looks being exchanged. So he also doesn't love his parents. I think he just went to go find his brother to have something to do. And so I think the only one who actually loves his parents is Karan Johar himself. Other than him, <laughs> nobody in the film... See, you see, you see? Um, uh, Daijan... Ruksar doesn't even care what's going on with Daijan. Does she love her parents? She got married. Yeah, but Banoki Saheli. Shouldn't shouldn't Banoki Saheli check up on her mom sometimes? Meri beti Ruksar, meri bachi Adab. Bukhar? Bukhar nahi ammi, Ruksar. Yo, yo. Yo, Daijan was chilling in London, okay? Yeah, Dai, yeah, but does Ruksar care Daijan kahan gayi? They didn't even have time to let Ruksar know that they're flying Daijan out. Didn't even ask Daijan. How do you know? Yo, I just know these things. <laughs> I just got a good feeling about it. Nobody loves their parents except for Karan Johar. And you know what else I thought was really problematic? Side note, at the end, there's so much history. Ten years have gone by. Right. You kicked your son out. Right. You, you kicked him out because he married a girl from low socioeconomic background. Right. So now, how does Anjali feel? Nobody cares. Like, she was forsaken for not being rich. Right. And now, Yash Vardhan says, Ajao, Ajao. And they're, they're dancing like a family to Bole Churia. They need to go to family therapy. <laughs> you know, things don't end off picture perfect. They're all holding each other and hugging each other and dancing. But they get any problems on here. You know, there's yeah, so much. Well, usually films, there's so much resentment. Yeah, but usually don't films kind of end there when more problems come. That's true. That's true. They end it when the problems come. But I feel like they, they <laughs> like, you know, the perfect happy ending. Truthfully, there's no way that things could have ended happily. There's so much history. Also, Karina Kapoor got scot free, eh? Karina, yeah. In the sense, like, oh, she's been accepted as like. The, the, yeah, she got Karina Kapoor didn't have to go through any struggle in life. She got everything in a platter. Except she even got Ritik Roshan on a platter. Except for, you know, how she buys shoes on sale and that didn't work oh, out. Oh, yeah. Damn. Ouch! Never buy things at sales. <laughs> <laughs>
P-H-A-T. Yo, yo, yo. Good looks, good looks, and good, good looks. looks. I mean, yo, those, those words are truth, though. Good looks, good looks, and good looks, man. <coughs> anyway. Well then. Anyway, well on. then. Okay. Moving on. Okay. So another another part. Okay, so you know how we're talking about how over the top the whole film is. Right. You know, Shah, everybody talks about Shah Rukh Khan coming home on a chopper. What's up? You know, like that was an epic scene, it, by the way. It was shot very well, but you know, it's like I guess they're trying to show key. Like, let's show how rich they are. Right. Sure. Sure. Shah Rukh Khan leaves all the riches. He cuts all ties with Yashwardhan Raichand, and he goes away with his wife, who does not work. Okay, she uh, she only has a halwaiki dukan, so yeah. I don't know about her skills. I mean, she's probably like good at making rasmalai, which is a which is an amazing <laughs> thing. But anyway, so he moves to London, but cut to ten years later, he's rich in London too. So how? It's that MBA from Oxford University. I'm telling you. So an MBA pro pro yo, Oxford. Yo yo. So an MBA from Oxford ensures that you're gonna be a billionaire or whatever millionaire in London as well. Did you see his house? London houses are literally matchboxes. How is it that he's rich in India? He's rich in London. He's always rich. He should have been middle class. I'm telling you, they should have made him middle class. That is something definitely debatable, right? What What do you think? Should he, Should he have been rich? It's too perfect. This is what I mean. Kabi kushi, kabi gum. They tried to take the perfect. Where, where's the gum? Eh? There's no gum. They took the perfect route. They're like, okay, there's option A, option B, option A is perfect. Let's go the perfect route. Right. Right. It's everything's just too good. And that's why I think I didn't relate to it. Everything's perfect. So yeah. let's talk about how Kajol's family is portrayed the middle class um, sector of the whole film. Yeah. What so did you think about that? I felt that Karan Johar did one of his better projections of a middle class family in Kabi Kushi Kabi Gum because we know that he's not able to do that. <laughs> You know, Straight up, but it's true. Like even even his colleagues have like commented uh, that you know, Karanjor, uh, what poverty for you is not what actual poverty is. And I feel like in this movie, his portrayal of a middle class family was actually like it was good. Like you yeah. know, Ruksar and 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 when Ashwakmiya comes and their whole living situation, and everything it's it's actually realistic. Yeah. And I'd like to get. And I think Manish Malhotra did a good job. Still. <laughs> Yeah, With those middle class middle outfits, class Manish Malhotra outfits that are worth ten lakhs per like suit. You know when you mentioned that, now I feel like I feel like yeah, maybe he didn't do such a good job. I mean, if the middle class is wearing Manish Malhotra, then what is the high class wearing? I know, right? Mm-hmm. The the other thing, you know, when he's leaving home, and uh, and Jaya tells Daijan, who is the the caretaker or I guess the nanny of the of the two sons, yeah, she sends Daijan. Who's Farida? Who's played by Farida Jalal? Yep. To go live with Shahrukh Khan wherever he goes. At that point, they don't even know who's going to go. She's like, "Jao, make sure he doesn't uh, feel the loss of a mother, or he or he always has the love of a mother." They don't ask Daijan if she wants to go. They don't even talk about payment or anything. Does she get paid? No one knows. Clearly, she doesn't. You know, she just tags along. Shahrukh Khan takes her. She's living uh, in a mansion in London. Yeah, what else? What other payment do you need? I feel Daijan is working without payment, and she's been given no option. You know, Jaya Bachchan cannot be making decisions about other people's lives. What if she wants to spend time with her own family? Has she seen her own family? You know, Ruksar hasn't seen her. <laughs> Ruksar, who's her daughter, has not seen her in two years. No, 10, 15. 15. So the 15 years part, Shah Rukh Khan goes away. Okay? Now, Ritik Roshan goes to uh, boarding school. Right. Right? And he does all of his thing there. So he never writes home, I guess. He never calls anybody. But look, there's no communication because how do you go away to boarding school without knowing your 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 brother has left home? Right. Do you know your brother got married? Do you know you have a bhabi? Oh, like you're not cons- like the- so. I think this information was just concealed to him, and he was. So just he never like, called his brother. But how can he call? There was no internet at that time. There's telephone to ta. But how can he contact someone where he just doesn't know where he went? 
Like, he just went, right? So he just probably so thought that like, he left. Right? No? Yeah, but, like, wouldn't you try to, like, find... Would you wait he 10 does. years to get home and then find your brother? Yeah, like, uh, this Golomolu, Rohan wouldn't want to care. I where. feel like if I found out my brother is leaving home and I'm going to boarding school, or I'm in boarding school, I would try to, like, when I got a little older, 18, 19, I'd be like, yo, Papa... Wasn't he 18, 19? Technically. Was he supposed to? He didn't look 18, 19. <laughs> anyway, okay, okay. I'm Technically, assuming. I'm guessing he has to be in 18, 19 because he's going to college in London, no? Sure. Okay, so he's 18, 19. So 16, may, 16, maybe he should have been like trying to find out where his brother is. You cannot no. just cut yourself off from the too, family. I think he was just too busy concentrating He was too busy exams. studying? Yeah. You're telling me if you and I went to boarding school, we won't talk to phone for 10 years. Maybe they just make up excuses like, yo, your brother's not here. He's in London. He's doing this. He's working. <laughs> he's working. <laughs> he's too cool. I cool. hope that's not what happened he's... to Ritik Roshan because in that case, he should really resent his parents and he should also leave home. You know? <laughs> I know, I know. If your parents lied to you for 10 years, yo, he's working, yo. Yo, Rahul's in like London, yo. <laughs> Rahul's to France. Chala gaya. You know, like, okay, sure. Fine, I'll accept it. I'll accept that, you know, Rohan was busy in school becoming a, a scholar and that's why he couldn't find out about his brother being gone earlier. TK. Okay, so let's moving on, moving on. Why don't we... Okay, I felt... I don't know if other people felt this, but I felt that Rithik Roshan did not have conviction. In his know, acting. In his acting. He got nominated for the Best Supporting Male in Film for in 2001. Okay, Fardeen Khan got nominated for uh, Best Newcomer for Premagan. Okay. <laughs> Okay. You don't try to tell me that these awards mean anything. <laughs> Yo, and I think he won. And Farideen Khan won. So Yeah, he did win. Because there was no other competition. Okay, that's true. But still. It was, yeah. Anyway, well. You know, so like. It, why, why, why did you not think that he was. Uh, in, in all the scenes, convincing. he's basically crying. 95% of his role is crying. No. And yeah, oh, he's either what dancing is- or he's crying. <laughs> What did you think of Ritik Roshan's acting? I, 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 always, I always used to think that he uh, he had this pout consistently. <laughs> he was just pouting the yeah. whole time, even when he was like speaking. That's yeah. what I that's what I felt when he was delivering his dialogues. But a lot of people loved his performance, especially the time when he first uh, when he reunites with uh, Rahul, his brother. Yeah, when he almost drops his bag and oh, picks yeah, it up. I felt then, that was so fake. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So I guess a lot of people, I guess there's different sections. People, some people love the over the top, the whole bag dropping and everything. You're, you don't know how your heart's going to react. And especially you did, you did kind of like your brother, no? Yeah, yeah, of course. He's your brother, He's right? Your brother. He's your brother. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't recognize you anymore. But <laughs> It's because of the thumb. It's cause, yeah, it's because <laughs> of the thumb and it's because of the drastic weight loss and the whole facial, uh, you know, yeah. he got. He looked freaking hot. Yeah, he looked good, but he didn't look like himself. That's okay. Neither hey, did. Hey, don't judge, okay? I know a lot of people, including me, yo, okay? Yo, yo. Ten years, I've lost a lot of weight, okay? Yeah, but your facial structure didn't change. Did you gain a thumb? <laughs> <laughs> yo, so, so there was also another aspect that, um, that apparently people feel that the NRIs love, which is NRI patriotism, you know? Of course. You know? I love the fact how Anjali played by Kajol. I love how she was always like, Mera Bharat Maha. Mere desh ki dharti sona ugle, ugle hire moti. Mere desh ki dharti. And then, you know, like how she brainwashes his, her, her kid. <laughs> You're like, you know, Mere desh ki dharti. You love how she brainwashes her child. Mere desh ki dharti. Yeah, but I, I'm sure every kid can kind of like, you know, identify See, with that. See, children, we can't identify with that. Exactly. We can't. But, the, but, but, but I feel like it's... it's 
it's like um you know he comes to london for the first time rithik roshan they're playing vande mataram in the background what what connection does london have to vande mataram ब्रिटली <laughs> ंट्री <laughs> So if India is that great, why don't you live in India? I, I think maybe maybe he Charak just just doesn't want to be in the same country, country as, as his father. father. I wouldn't either. Because he just like be literal and like go away. That's yeah, it. his dad was very. No, mean. he just wanted. He didn't even want to be there because you never know. Like, he, what if they meet up okay, in Bangalore or bump into? That's true. Them. That's true. Okay, so I'll give it to him. But then again, your wife you loves Bharat, and you gotta like take care of your family. Your wife wants to go to India, man. Take yeah, her. yeah, yeah. But um. I think I think uh, Kajol uh, Loki actually likes London, but she's just movie. a pseudo like nationalist, probably like most of us. Like most honestly, honestly. One of the coolest things that I thought in the film was how they portrayed female characters. They had three different female characters, uh, with different age groups, of course, different uh, social uh, economic backgrounds, and they actually had different characteristics. And I thought that was something very cool for the early two thousands. I agree you know like each of them had a character each of them had um distinct personality traits like you said yeah and you know it was it was it was i guess it was pathbreaking for that time because back then all females were cast like you know she dances in the rain she loves children yeah. and she volunteers or something you know what i mean like yeah. generic characteristics any girl could play them yeah like i loved how kajol's character l- loves cricket Yeah. Like a girl going crazy in a stadium because of India winning because she loves the sport. Yeah. That was something nice. Pooh's character on the other hand was definitely more of a narcissist kind of character, yeah. which again a lot of people liked. Yeah. <laughs> the okay. look I'm giving Amreen right now. I mean, <laughs> a, lot, a lot of people liked. And I find that so problematic that people like that. It just shows as a society that we're all going downhill and there's no hope. <laughs> <laughs> Right, and then lastly, Jaya Bachchan's character, who again, which is pretty interesting, because yeah. she's from an upper class uh, family, right? Yeah. So most people think that people who are rich are basically could be more broad-minded. Mm-hmm. But look at this: uh, in a rich family, an upper class, where people, where we would think that they're more broad-minded, but in this house, we have a woman who is actually absolutely quiet and, like, you know, she is. 
She doesn't voice her opinion. Yeah, she's voiceless. Yeah, and she she doesn't have an option either. If she tries, she's going to be shut down. Exactly. So what does she do? What what can she do? Right. I thought that was something very different that Karan Johar had to portray. But whereas the middle class characters are more flamboyant and mm-hmm. had a strong voice rather. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was a good contrast between the two worlds. I guess I guess Karan Johar went the maybe the cliched way, thinking that you know um, people that are you know middle class are loud. They're classless. They're annoying. You know what I mean? Like he 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 played a cliche there. You know, you know, love they they're always screaming and yelling. They're breaking gamle. They don't know what to do. <laughs> they don't have etiquette. And, and it was a bit too extreme because I feel like Jello. I guess it, it's funny. It works. Right. But it was it was a total cliche again. But at least there was there was a stark difference and there was a good contrast. Yeah. That he portrayed. And um yeah and I feel like. I guess I guess the fact that the characters actually the female characters actually had personalities could be you know a step forward in female representation in films or female empowerment I guess because over here Pooh is unapologetic about who she is. Ooh. So is Kajol. Me and, too. Me too, right? But but I guess uh, Jabberton does not get an option. To... But then at towards the end, her character arc, how she yeah. cannot stand the whole thing. Now she basically stands up at the end, and that was that is basically only reason why Amitabh Bachchan's character said, "Oh, okay, fine. Now I have pushed my wife's threshold to to that extent." Because a lady who's voiceless, who doesn't, who always listens to me, has stood up and said, "Okay, that's it, bus ho gaya, ho gaya But like, I feel like you know, she has to suffer her whole life in silence because of a decision her husband made. I'm proud of her to stand up finally because there's many women who never stand up. Actually, everybody in the film did justice, minus Karina Kapoor. I think I don't know what direction she was given. <laughs> <laughs> Karina Kapoor. No, but yeah. her her character was quite iconic. In the I know, but why? Who was one of her best performances. See, she had, she had very good dialogues. I feel like her dialogues are, are still dialogues that people do not forget. How dare you? Tumhara koi hap nahi banta. Ke tum itni khubsurat lago. Forget, you know, the good looks, good looks, good looks. Yeah. Or kaun hai ye jisne dubara murke mujhe nahi dekha. Yeah. Like, everybody knows those dialogues. Yeah. But that character was like, what was she? Matlab, like... What part, what did you not understand about I... Who? Like, she's so eccentric. What's going on? She's looking at herself in the mirror and she's complimenting herself. And like, there's the whole character, like she needs to go through therapy or something like that to kind of come down into reality. Feels like she's in her own world, but this world has nothing to do with reality. She does not, she's not in touch with reality is what I felt. And that's okay. A lot of us aren't. But... <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, there are, there's, there's a section of, of the population that loves and there's a section that is like she needs to go right and I feel she needs to go right she... but there are a lot of girls who identify with her because of her narcissist kind of attitude but is that a good thing to be mm. so narcissistic for no reason is she educated no one knows does she go to class doesn't look like it so what is she so happy about and well, what type of clothes is she wearing? Nobody. Okay, first of all, there's this is another problem. The way they depict the West in Bollywood, we do not dress like that. We have lived here our whole lives. Never one day have we walked out looking like that. If we would, we would get abducted. It is. It is. It is the truth. You know. So you know. First of all, Yevi bought like this is an important fact that they make it seem like yeah, but kushbi chalta. Everyone's crazy and walking around in bikinis all the time. Right. That's not how it is. Stop thinking that's how it is. You know. It's it's creating a totally different image for people that are never going to come here or may come here with different expectations. Right. So, like, but the, the whole college and what they're wearing, everybody is dressed like they're going to the club, you know? <laughs> the Lamborghini. Yeah, the Lamborghini and the prom happening at the club. Like, prom be club mein. First of all, why do they have prom? 
in university. That's a good Who point. Who knows? That's actually a really good point. Yeah. You know, like, there's a lot of things that are not consistent. It's probably, like, Frosh Week or something. Yeah, but still, but you, well, yeah, I guess. Why are they having prom, then, during Frosh Week? <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I always yeah. used to think that Karan Johar is a fiction of the West is a little over the top. Mm-hmm. But I think that's what, what people want to see. Like, they want to see what's not real. <laughs> yeah, but the problem is there's a section of India that believes that. They believe Yampa Westmates are free for all. And it's not. Trust me. Even if there's people uh, right now listening from other parts of the world in which you may not have come to the West, trust me, it's not free for all. We are just like you, and we literally probably wear more clothes than you do. Gotcha! Talk about the music here. What did you think about the music? Because the songs yeah. were super hit. Um, like uh, it was choreographed very well by Farah Khan, yeah. and of course the clothes and the wardrobe that's done, that's that's done by Manish Malhotra was also like really um, like, opulent. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, yeah, and the music was a big hit. I still remember the first time I heard um, the music. Uh, I think it was You Are My Sonia. And I used to actually cringe at the fact that they are mixing English words because back in the day I was a little oh, old school because yeah. I was like, oh no, Hindi music for me is just Hindi lyrics. Why are yeah. you guys mixing it up? But then it kind of grew on me and like we have Say Shawa Shawa or You Are My Sonia. And I think this was one of the movies that actually brought in English, or English, I, I must say, um, to Bollywood you're and right. that kind of popularized the whole thing. Yeah. You're right. You're yeah. very right. Yeah. Yeah. And... Yeah, that's a very valid point. I mean, it was probably the first time a lot of people heard English um, in Hindi songs. I mean, I think that they've done it here and there before. Yeah. But in an album where it's been do- it's been happening very frequently. Right. Um, you know, it was probably one of the first times. But the album, I'd like to say, was was pretty good, you know. Yeah. It was, the songs were all memorable. You can never forget the songs from this movie. Yeah. The lyrics are memorable. Um, the sets, the way it's been put together, choreography, everything is so larger than life, but it's something you can never forget. For sure. And I'm sure back in the day when everybody saw this, they were probably like, yeah, like they haven't seen anything like this. I mean, there was, I mean, even Devdas came after this. And yes. I guess anything in comparison to uh, opulence would be like hamdil de in yeah. terms of like the amount of work that goes into the sets and the outfits. Yeah. And um, yeah, a lot of things were really carefully thought out in this film in terms of how it looks. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And Karan yeah. has always proved that he's really good in that department. And uh, it's a simple storyline, to be honest, K3G. And I think it worked because of a the emotional emotional quotient of it, the family bonding about it, and of course the comic. Because I think there was a really nice comedy uh, between all the characters and even like throughout the film. Yeah, I'll have to agree with that. The comedy yeah. in the film was quite funny. I mean, you can still watch the scenes and laugh. Yeah. And it's very it's very understated as well. It's not out and out comedy. Yeah, exactly. So. And uh, like even the second half, like I love the relationship between um, Rahul and Poo, Shahrukh Khan and Kareena Kapoor in the film. Oh yeah, yeah like yeah. I love the whole banter between uh, the the brother-in-law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jija, so yeah. they yeah they had some really iconic scenes, and I, th- I thought it was very endearing and cute. And um, yeah, I, I think it had a perfect balance of the whole emotional and comedy put together. Yeah. And uh, th- I think that's definitely one of the reasons why the film worked. I feel like, is it, wasn't it too much of emotion? Yeah. Like, each, like if, if a scene naturally is like a five in terms of emotion quotient, I guess, emotional quotient. Right. They went 15. Right. They went 15 with but isn't that scene. But isn't that Karan Johar for you? If yeah, you see but him? I guess Karan Johar was just at his second film. So I guess at that point, we didn't know what was Karan Johar, right? Yeah. And I feel like Kuch Kuch Hota was also not as emotionally packed and it's not like it was a packed with emotion yeah it's not emotion I got so emotional for me it was so much emotion that it was fake 
Okay, so just with that, we are going to close up with our Dilto podcast rating. So, Shweta, out of 10, 10 being the highest, how much do you rate Kabi Huji Kabi Gum? I rate it a four. <gasps> you know, I it's just, it, for me, it's just a bit over the top, you know? And okay. I, tried to, I tried to come to terms with it, and I just couldn't. I really did try. If it comes on TV, I can't watch it. <gasps> I try. I mean, I watch scenes here and there, like Sprightly and all those scenes in the middle here and there. The scenes are very funny. Yeah. But overall, I cannot watch the full film. So. Okay. So. What uh, about you, Amreen? What is your rating? Well, on the Dilto podcast, uh, rating. Uh, meter? Meter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would rate it actually seven. Ah. Because, like I said, I love how it's a well-balanced film. Mm-hmm. Uh, targeting different elements like targeting emotion. Targeting the NRIs. Targeting the NRIs <laughs> with different elements of comedy emotion and song dance sets everything it was a good well-packaged film and it didn't bore you to be honest so i would rate it seven out of ten not bad not bad please leave your comments and suggestions do not forget to tune in next week because we're going to come back to you every week with a new episode a new critique we're going to fight we're going to cry we're going to laugh together on that note, this is Shweta and Amreen. And we're signing out from your favorite podcast, Dilto Podcast. Podcast hey. We'll see you next time with a new film and a new point of view. <laughs>